Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Looking at the headlines of the big newspapers, Wall Street Journal, America's Longest War Ends. USA Today, Longest War Ends. I wish they'd stop using that phrase. That phrase is part of how we ended up in that military involvement and the way we got out for so long is pretending pretending it was a war. But more on that later. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so I, this is kind of a, a multi-step process, but hang with me. Um, ultimately, this is about the United States. I came across a really interesting uh, piece in the Washington Post that they're one of the political parties and one of the big stars of that right-wing political party, whatever that means in India, and it means something quite different um, there. But he's proposed a a two-child maximum, a bill pushing for smaller families, because India has an exploding population. In fact, they're going to pass up China, they think, in 2027, right around the corner in terms of population. Didn't realize that. India's going to be the biggest country in the world in a few years. Okay. That's what they say. But if you dig a little deeper, uh, it it has to do with the belief among a lot of Hindus in India that the Muslim population is exploding, particularly in that part of India that this guy's talking about, and that though they are a minority, soon they will take over and they will force uh, you know forced marriages and there are all sorts of um, 
there are all sorts of predictions and, and like boogeymen and stuff. Some with a, a tie to reality, some fairly unhinged in the way that sort of uh, tribal thing happens. I'll tell you right now, Hindus uh, were 84% um, in 10, year, 10 years ago. They're now 80%. Muslims have increased by 4.2%. To what? And uh, to 14.2%. So 14% of a country with a billion people is 140 million people. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's worth observing. That's a, lot yeah. of, that's a lot of people. Yeah, um, and and they compare it to some American uh, demographic trends, which I think is silly for reasons that I'm going to get to in a second. But there are so-called right-wingers on the march talking about illegal immigration from Bangladesh, forced uh, conversions, uh, love jihad, a term used by Hindu nationalists who allege Muslim men are marrying and converting Hindu women as part of a campaign, etc. So that would be the um, two biggest countries in the world making up, what, a third, roughly a third of the world's population, where the government tells you how many kids you can have, something that we can't even imagine in the United States and shouldn't. The idea of the government telling us how many kids we can have. Right, right. And I think this Indian politician is mostly pandering to some of those fears I was talking about. Um, but it's crazy anybody would propose it. I mean, to, this is kind of an aside to the point I wanted to make. But, you know, China's beautiful example of how central planning doesn't work. They had too much population. They couldn't feed everybody. People were starving like crazy. So they said you can only have one kid. Well, by the time they noticed that the demographic trends we're heading in a direct, a disastrous direction, and the great central planners, the technocrats, those we must trust. Uh, by the time they figured out, whoa, whoa hey, what, what? Uh, we got to have more kids. Everybody start having more kids. Well, like all central planners everywhere, they grossly overestimate their own wisdom and their own power to shape events, because China has developed a culture of childlessness. Or of one child and all the resources in a family going toward one child. Or kids who are growing up thinking, I'm not going to have any kids anyway. It doesn't matter. Mm. So they have a culture of childlessness. And all the central planning in the world isn't going to undo it. And China's demographic disaster has already begun. And and honestly, every time people talk about how they're going to take over the world, I you know, I try to remind them, uh, their population is going to start plunging in about a decade. In fact, it's already started to shrink. Anyway, getting back to my main thread. Ethnic, religious, call it racial hatred and tension, are driving Indian politics to a large extent. Now, Michael, if you could do me a favor and uh, play for me clip number 48. This is Brett Baer from Special Report. Marine Corps Lance Corporal David Lee Espinosa of Rio Bravo, Texas. Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole G of Sacramento, California. Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover of Salt Lake City, Utah. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Kareem Nikoi of Norco, California. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Naus of Coryton, Tennessee. Marine Corps Corporal Hunter Lopez of Indio, California. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley McCollum of Jackson, Wyoming. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan Marola of Rancho Cucamonga, California. Marine Corps Corporal Dagan Page of Omaha, Nebraska. Marine Corps Sergeant Johnny Rosario Pachardo of Lawrence, Massachusetts. Marine Corps Corporal Humberto Sanchez 
of Logansport, Indiana. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz of St. Charles, Missouri. And Navy Hospitalman Corpsman Maxton Sabayak of Berlin Heights, Ohio. God bless those soldiers and Marines. I don't know if you, like me, when you're hearing the list of the names or looking at the pictures, noted something fairly notable. You have uh, Sergeant Pichardo. You have Nicole G. You have people who are obviously of the Muslim faith. You have Hoovers and Lopez's and Sanchez's. You have Espinoza's and Schmitz. You have McCollum's. You have Marola's. You have Soviaks, Kareem M. Nikau. I apologize to the family. I'm probably mispronouncing his name. God bless him. You have virtually every ethnicity, every national origin, every religion you can think of. And as one of my closest friends uh, in high school and college, uh, the late, great uh, Jeffrey Scott Taylor, who was a United States Marine, would tell me, we're all green, man, in the Corps. We're all green. And I will just tell you that there are forces in America, including in most of our schools, who are trying desperately to turn us into a tribal society. Trying to use the sins of yesteryear and some of the sins of today to turn us into a society that sees only color and only tribe. And, you know, I don't know if you're retired or you got plenty of money or, or your kids are grown or whatever, but uh, if you are looking for something to dedicate your life to, stopping that would be a pretty good choice, in my opinion. End of rant. Oh, I've got a great example for you. Uh, so apparently, the teachers' unions are not content that they've truly earned the worst groups in America title, and so they're working hard to solidify their win. We'll bring that to you in a little bit among other things. Yeah, later this hour, we're going to talk to Jeffrey Fowler, who we like to talk to about anything tech-related, and he's got a thing on how you can make it harder for Facebook to uh, to track you and spy on you and all that sort of stuff. Well, so the really notable part of that article that uh, that he'll be talking about is you've never, you don't use Facebook or you don't use it much. Wait a minute. You've never had a Facebook account, and you never will. Facebook knows every freaking thing about you. Please. Please, they are so up in your stuff. Even, even if you're not you a Facebook no account, even if you're like me, you're not a Facebook person. You heard me. Well, I stand by my words. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's troubling. <laughs> yeah, it is. They're everywhere. I'm kind of wanting to hear the entire exchange between George Stephanopoulos and Joe Biden from like a week and a half ago. You where, got my vote. Where he promises we're going to get every American out, even if we have to stay past August 31st. Because we we got everybody, we got all of our uh, troops out yesterday. Not every uh, U.S. citizen has been gotten out of Afghanistan, and apparently we're leaving them behind. Let's let's relive that promise from the president when we come back. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
the rain has stopped the wind is still going there i think we even have a random person going around you know i'm gonna turn this way because you know we deal with some people every once in a while but they did get some reports of some down power lines of some trees that have fallen or at least limbs that have fallen so they're going to go ahead and do that survey to make sure that they're okay craig i'm gonna toss it back to you because we have a person yeah. who needs yeah. help right now yeah. hey 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 we're going to check in with Shaq Booster just to make sure all is well. Uh, there's a lot of crazy out there. A lot of crazy. Was that you, Jack? <laughs> Assaulting and screaming at a guy for inaccurate forecasts? Sounds like you. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, jihad against meteorologists. That's right. Um, percentage of Americans who say they won't get vaccinated drops to a record low. I'll have to check out that poll. I haven't seen those numbers. Okay. So I thought the deadline for getting out of Afghanistan was midnight tonight. It was midnight last night. So when they, because like if if somebody says something is due on Friday, that usually means you have it until the end of the day. Sure. The end of day on Friday. But the Taliban meant uh, by the time the clock strikes the 31st, you need to be out of here. The reason I phrase it that way is because that is what happened. The reason we left. And the Wall Street or the Washington Post says with hundreds of Americans and tens of thousands of Afghans that we should have gotten out. Uh, the reason we left when we left is because that's when the Taliban said we had to be out. I don't know why this doesn't get more attention. That's why we left at the moment that we left, because the Taliban said we had to. And we said, OK, with the might of the United States standing in the wings, we said, OK, if we got to, we will. The editorial board of the Washington Post, America is leaving thousands of people in behind in Afghanistan. This is a moral disaster. Yeah. And they lay it all at the feet of uh, Joe Biden, which is interesting. Um, Ian Bremmer was tweeting yesterday as the very last troops got out. The war in Afghanistan is over for the U.S. It's not over. Call me when the Afghans say the war is over. Whether Obama or Trump or Biden, the U.S. president faces the fact that Americans do not want to be the global policeman. That's true. The polls have been for us getting out through three administrations. Um, and one more tweet before we get to hearing the president uh, in just a second. Guy Benson tweeted out, re- replying to some comments some of the generals were making yesterday. With due respect, the mission wasn't to have the Taliban back in control of Afghanistan on the 20th anniversary of 9 11 and now in possession of an army-sized arsenal of U.S. munitions and material. We failed. Yeah, any happy talk, anybody who's putting on it yesterday, the 20th anniversary of 9-11, the Taliban is going to run the country only armed by the United States. Right. Right. So. And by the way, just a quick point. The whole world's policeman thing, I'd like to pick at that a little bit. I am perfectly comfortable with the United States being the world's state police you know what I mean. Managing the highways, the uh, the transportation sectors, the seas, making sure nothing truly horrendous happens. Should we be the local cops in the local parks telling the kids they can't drink beer by the creekside? No, no. But we sh- I am comfortable with the United States being the world's state cops, if you will, because if we don't, somebody will, and that somebody's going to be China, and they're freaking evil. That is the direction it's going. 
So we thought we'd replay the entire conversation or the little uh, back and forth between George Stephanopoulos and Joe Biden. This was just a week and a half ago when the president sat down for an interview because we left behind, according to all news sources, a couple of hundred Americans at least and tens of thousands of Afghans we were planning to get out. This is how the conversation went. All troops are supposed to be out by August 31st. Even if Americans and our Afghan allies are still trying to get out, they're going to leave. We're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans out and our allies out. Does that mean troops will stay beyond August 31st if necessary? It depends on where we are and whether we can get ramp these numbers up to five to 7,000 a day coming out. If that's the case, they'll, be, they'll all be out. Because we've got like ten to 15,000 Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Yes. How about our Afghan allies? We have about 80,000 people. Well, who, that's not the Is estimate. that too high? That's too high. How the many? estimate we're giving is somewhere between 50 and 65,000 folks total, counting their families. Does the commitment hold for them as well? The commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone should come out. And that's the objective. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And? And if there are American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. <laughs> okay, jeez, wow, a week ago, and and he was all over the map there. Obviously, yeah, uh, he got pushed by Stephanopoulos into saying we'd saying we'd stay longer, which he clearly didn't intend to do, and we didn't do. We're 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 gone. There are still Americans there. There are, according to the Washington Post, sixty thousand Afghans that should get out because they're in serious danger of losing their lives being left behind so yeah is it possible the president comes out today and says something to the effect of look we had to be really careful with what we said while we had our thousands of troops in country and and tens of thousands of americans or whatever it was uh certainly many thousands of americans Now that we're out, I will tell you this. The Taliban made it impossible. We had to depend on them because of the collapse of Kabul. But they kept Americans from coming. They said we had to be out by the 31st. We knew it would turn into a giant fight if we stayed. So now we're working as hard as we can to get people out another way. Will they go ahead and stop with the idiotic, happy talk about, we don't trust the Taliban, but they've been very cooperative and they're really nice fellas and and they've been doing what they said they'd do. They're very dependable. I I don't think that's what they're going to say. They're going to come out and say, we just accomplished the greatest airlift in human history. He's going to throw out some giant numbers. That include, by the way, the people that Britain, Germany, and France got out. Uh, but he adds them all together because the number's bigger. And he's going to say, we just pulled off the greatest airlift in the history of humankind and got out all Americans who wanted to get out. And that's it. And then he's going to well, walk away. If he says away. that last part, the, the reaction is going to be howls of bitter anger from all corners, including the left. And then he's going to turn around and walk away from the podium without taking any questions. That's what I've going been to. told not to take any questions. Different topic. All right. So you're telling me even if you're not on Facebook, Facebook can spy on me? How the heck does that work? 
Well, and if you've ever been on Facebook or their kinder, gentler cousin Instagram, they know everything about you. But is there anything you can do about it? Jeff Fowler, great tech writer with Washington Post, is going to let us know how. I always forget Instagram is Facebook, too. So, yeah. Never forget. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Latest poll shows a record low number of people saying they'll never get the vaccine. It's down to 20% of people, one out of five, that say they'll never do it. Uh, the mm. why, the whys of why it's dropped so much, you could probably guess, but maybe we'll get to that next segment. Next segment. Excellent. This segment, we're looking forward to chatting with Jeffrey Fowler, technology columnist from the Washington Post. Jeff does a terrific job of helping us navigate the confusing, occasionally scary, and deeply personal world of tech. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Hello. How may I frighten you guys this morning? (laughs) Well, are you you vaccinated or are you breathing the COVID on me? I'm vaccinated, but it does not transmit digitally. But other things do transmit digitally, sadly. 
See, already informative, Jeff Fowler. Hey, Jeff, before, before we get into the gist of the conversation, I was just thinking about this today. There are, I'm, and I'm pretty good at computers. I mean, not great, but for a consumer dope, I'm pretty good. If the printer isn't talking to the computer, I can usually I get it I smashed them with a hammer. Well, I was just going to say, but there are a couple. I've got like things that pop up on my screen, whether it's from Norton Antivirus trying to give me some new service or Microsoft or, or this uh, Photoshop-y thing I bought. And, and they freeze my computer for, you know, a, a minute, two minutes, three minutes. And I just I can't get them off. I can't deal with them. And I'm a peaceful man. I'm a calm man. But I want to go to Microsoft and burn their headquarters to the ground. <laughs> I mean, I would never hurt a human being. But I would like to go in there with a flamethrower and do some damage. Are are there any great utilities or anything? How do you deal with that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, one thing that I would recommend everybody do, um, regardless of whether you have a Mac or a PC, is to run some um, software on your computer that checks for malware. There's a free version of it. The one I use is called Malware Bytes, um, because oftentimes these sort of slow down, tap in, because you have inadvertently at some point in your history of using that computer clicked on something that installed something that is uh, being naughty in the background. So that'll just, you know, check, do a, do a scan, make sure that that's out of the way as a problem. So that's a, that's a decent place to, to start. Other than that, restart the darn thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. It's, amazing how often, it's amazing how often that helps. Yeah, I wish I had a restart. Anyway, so uh, Jeff's column, his most recent column uh, at the Washington Post, and we have it linked at armstrongandgetty.com, is about how Facebook knows practically everything about you and whether there's anything you can do about it. How much do they know, and how do they know it? Um, They know an incredible amount. And what I did for this column is I did an experiment. I said, okay, I'm going to stop using Facebook and Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram, even though everybody forgets that. Um, I'm going to stop using it for two weeks and then see what does Facebook learn about me while I'm gone. So that meant that I you know, didn't open the app. I didn't go to the website. People sent me Facebook Messenger things, and I ignored them, and they got angry at me, but that's okay. I was doing an experiment for science. And <laughs> after two weeks of not touching Facebook, I found out that Facebook learned basically everything that I did in my life. They learned when I went shopping for a rocking chair. They learned that I was looking at websites uh, about babies because I have a baby on the way. So they figured out that I have a baby. Congratulations. They are, thank you. They learned over 95 different websites, apps. Every time I started watching a show on Hulu, um, all this stuff Facebook sucked in because, and here's the crux of it, it's not just the Facebook app that is spying on us. The problem is they've gotten millions of other businesses, apps, websites, uh, just even physical stores to spy on us on, on their behalf. So all those apps and websites are sending data all the time about you to Facebook, even if you're not using Facebook. Including physical stores. Yeah. You ever go into the store and they ask you for your email address? Yeah. And I always say no. They're, they're, right. Well, good. Well, the reason why they're asking you for their email address is Supposedly, they're like, oh, we'll email you a receipt. Yeah, whatever. But actually, what they're doing is they're sending a record of your purchase to Facebook, which matches it up based on your email address. I actually said to a guy at a store the other day, if you ask me for any more information, I'm going to go somewhere else and buy it there. Please That's stop good. asking me. Like 
God, they're so pers- yeah. they must. I wonder if some of them get um, uh, a bonus on how many people they get signed up for the email or whatever, because they're so persistent. Like, dude, or spanked you for failing to get it. You don't need my phone number and email. Here, uh, here's 20 bucks. Give me the product. Let me get the hell out of here. Oh, that pisses me off. Anyway, back to Jeff Fowler. <laughs> so the problem is that Facebook has become so big, so dominant on the Internet it's used by 69% of Americans, at least those are the ones that admit to it. Probably more actually use it. Um, it Facebook Incorporated owns the lot, not only the largest uh, uh, social network in the world, but also the second largest social network in the world called Instagram. And then also uh, the largest messaging services, uh, WhatsApp and Messenger. So any business in the world that really needs to do digital marketing, which is pretty much most businesses these days, have little choice but to play Facebook's game and send them our data. And that's kind of the core of this big discussion that's been going on in Washington about whether Facebook is just too big and the regulators and the government need to break it up. Jeff Fowler writes about tech for the Washington Post. He's on the line. Is there anything we can do about it to make Facebook less intrusive? So this is the problem with monopolies, right? It used to be when we talked about monopolies, it was like, oh, they keep raising the prices. We you know, we, we, gas gets more and more expensive or electricity would get more and more expensive and then the government steps in. The problem with Facebook is that the price we're paying for it is our data, right? It's our privacy. And yet, because it has a monopoly, unless the government does something about it, they can keep raising the price with little that we can do. So, yes, there are some technical things you could do, like, you know, twiddling some switches and installing some software on your computer or your phone to try to slow some of what Facebook can learn about you. But um, honestly, it won't stop all of it. But you can at least try a little bit if you're really committed. I mean, starting with, you could quit Facebook. And that's something that most Americans don't want to do. But if you did, at least Facebook would stop taking that data that they're getting from all those businesses and putting it into a profile and using that to kind of shape your experience of the internet. Facebook would still be getting lots of data about you, but at least they wouldn't be using it anymore. So that's a step forward. So I'm not um, I'm not on Facebook, but you're saying they get lots of data from these other these other ways, but can't use it. Correct. So one of the most shocking things I learned in this sort of experiment is we use. So California has a new data privacy law called the CCPA. You may have seen it on websites. It's the reason they're giving you even more pop-ups than ever, asking you for your permission to do things. Mm. Um, we, we use this law to try to ask Facebook to show us the data it had about a 12-year-old boy who had never um, had a Facebook account, Good one. never had an Instagram account. And Facebook responded by saying, go stuff yourselves. We don't have to do that. But also admitted, yeah, they have some data that they've collected on the boy, even though he never had an account. Wow, a 12-year-old so, yeah, they, boy that's never been on Facebook, they've got a profile on already. That's amazing. Wow. They said they have data about him, but they hadn't put it into a profile in their terms. So these are all kind of semantic games they're playing. Right? Yeah, they and I wouldn't believe a word that comes. Did Mark Zuckerberg go to the crossroads and sell his soul to the devil, devil like Robert Johnson? Do you think he did? Um, uh, I think I it's think pretty clear he, he did. Uh, I think look, I think these folks have have sort of like followed themselves down a path of thinking that they that our data is not ours that it's theirs yeah, and they yeah. can do what they want to with it and you know we're now kind of starting to reach the logical conclusion of that which is people can't hide you know one of the largest corporations in the world gets to know tremendous amounts of information about all of us. 
Now, I know in your article you also suggest that if you can't get off Facebook or don't want to, you can go into the settings and and uh, do something called off Facebook activity. Yeah, let's talk about that make one. Them stop. So this is yeah, this is one of the the, the 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 switches you can twiddle. Again, not a perfect solution, but it will help some. So last year, um, right before COVID hit, Facebook introduced. A, a new setting that's called the off Facebook activity setting. And if you go and you dig into your settings and you find this thing, and I've got links to it in my, my column and a little GIF I made to show you how to get there. Um, if you go in there, you can, first of all, a see all of the stuff that Facebook's being sent to you by other companies. So that's a pretty horrifying uh, thing to look at. You might, you might either enjoy or be terrified by looking at that. And then B, you can go in there and you can, toggle a setting which says, hey, Facebook, stop using this data to um, show me ads and to tailor my experience of Facebook and the Internet in general. Now, again, that won't stop Facebook from collecting the information. They won't delete it, but they'll stop using it, they claim, to sort of shape your experience of the Internet. So that's better than none. Jeff Fowler of the Washington Post. Uh, Jeff, we appreciate the time. We have your article linked at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links so people can find it easily. Congratulations on your new baby. Indeed. Good luck. Best wishes. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. So uh, this is the thing that's bothered me about Facebook and Google for a long time. And I know the libertarian argument, and I get it, of uh, why we don't want the government regulating any of these sorts of things and what's really a monopoly and not a monopoly and competition, blah, 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 blah. Or you can choose not to be uh, part of these things. You Explain to me how you live your life without being uh, a Google person, for instance. If you've got kids in school. I, I tried as hard as I could to not be to not have a Gmail address at all, and I accomplished up until like two years ago. I was never never had a Gmail account, never had any Google anything, but it's, it was impossible. There's no way I could have my kids in school and be involved in in the sports and all the different things that you need to do to be in life without being part of the Google world. And then once I am, once I started down that road, it's just amazing how many different uh, tentacles there are to that. And same with Facebook. Well, right, and if your boss comes to you and says, hey, we're going to use Google Meets yeah, during the right. pandemic, Google exactly. Docs, the rest of it, what are you going to tell them? No. Just mail, s- mail me my stuff. I'll or, read it. Or the school says we're using Google Classroom. No, we're not going right. to do that. Okay, how are you going to function? You aren't. Um, and, and Facebook's kind of similar. You don't need it in the same way you need Google, but the way it's reaching out to you um, through all these different apps, even if you're not on Facebook, as he just explained, and as we all learned a couple of years ago, um, even if you don't get involved in different stuff, Facebook, people that are on Facebook contacting you through email and everything like that, Facebook reaches into your world that way. I don't I don't see how you can get away from this stuff unless you just didn't, unless you're just an offline person. I don't see how you could stay out of their orbit. Well, I, you know, I, I have a slightly Vince-like attitude, our old producer Vince, who used to say, look, they got all your data, just deal with it. Yeah, Don't well, that's that's it. where I ended up, but it's troubling. It's troubling yes, it that is. I ended up with, okay, I give, Google, you got it, you know, you know, because I knew as soon as I signed up to Google Classroom and had to have a Google address, you're now in my phone, you're in my computer, you're in all of my emails, my accounts, my everything. I knew that, but, but I just reached the point of there's no getting around it. 
it would be easier to take if these tech companies weren't obviously, clearly vindictive, nasty, politically biased. The rest right, of it, as right. we've seen from the various bannings of social uh, platforms. And you know, if Mark Zuckerberg needs to take you out at your knees, he has plenty of access to plenty of information, incriminating, embarrassing, whatever. Um, all these people. And when I was at the store the other day and the person was asking me for, uh, we'll, we'll need your email address to check out. I said, no, you don't need my email address. Well, we need that to, uh, to, no, you don't. Can we get your phone number? No, no. And I, and, you know, I don't want to get into the conversation with the 22 year old. I just want to pay for my stuff and get out, but you don't need that stuff. And by the way, who doesn't have my email and phone number at this point? <laughs> so many people have it. I just, I can't imagine how it's still worth anything. Right. The the millions of people, including the Chinese and Russians, who have my email address and phone number, who could possibly profit off of it at this point? If you need my number, pay the Russian mob a tenth of a cent for it. All right? <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> exactly. Goodbye. Uh, text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My 
favorite Eurythmics song? This is a good tune. Um, so in just a second, the number of you who are unwilling to get vaccinated is dropping. And uh, latest polling on that. Also, can you pay to be on a jury? There's a jury I really, really want to be on. I'd, I'd pay a lot oh, of money to be on this jury. I, I think I know which one, but I won't give it away. But first this. It's a sports story, but it's not really sports if you're not into sports. It's kind of interesting. ESPN uh, decided to get into broadcasting high school football because it's so popular in lots of parts of the country. And they're going to have the top high school football teams in America play each other. On their, wow. on their main channel, ESPN. How exciting would that be as a 16-year-old kid? You're playing on freaking ESPN. Terrifying. <laughs> and uh, one of the games they had the other day was the number two high school football team in America was going to take on Bishop Sycamore. Except Bishop Sycamore doesn't seem to actually exist as a school. And how the heck did they end up playing the number two football team? So, um... We're going to go to Alex in the newsroom here in a second to get some of the details on this. But first, here's the announcers kind of figure. As Bishop Sycamore was down 30 nothing to this elite high school team, as a school that doesn't really exist, uh, the announcers jumped into the story. Oh, no American citizens came out on the last, what we call the joint tactical exfiltration. Clearly the last, not. Uh, five no, jet. Well, that's clearly not about. Uh, that is not what I expected. That is not about football. Uh, was that 10? Okay, well, maybe we just that have a little No big deal. So let's go to Alex. So, Alex, can you explain what's going on with this story a little bit? Because I've read it, and it's confusing to me. It's incredible, really. So uh, the school's website, uh, which actually does deserve a little bit of mocking, the About Us section is blank. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be uh, it's uh, like a non, it's a charter non-something-or-another school out of Columbus. Uh, the staff page is blank. It's basically used as a recruiting tool to get some high school kids more playing time in football. Their mailing address is a post office box. And their physical address is a training center. <laughs> so so does this high school exist or not? Well, they're still trying to nail that down, it looks like to me, Alex. It's, the more I read from interviews from some of the players, they've never met any of the staff except for coaching staff. There's never been a teacher. There's never been classes. One of the students, and pl- uh, students lose term, players, says for a month and a half we were living in these houses, but we had to rob Wal- uh, Walmart, Kroger's to eat. They weren't feeding us, and they played two Two games in three days. So is it some sort of organization or business or something that like was getting kids that aren't good athletes in theory that aren't on in high school other places? I, I wish I could I'd tell you more. Yeah, nobody I, can I, figure this out. So, but, but somehow, whatever this organization is, they got on the ESPN game. How well, does they, that happen? They didn't fool ESPN as much as they fooled this other co- a company called Paragon. ESPN hired a company to put together the high school football games. So the ah. failures with this company, but here's the clip of the announcers figuring it out. Roy Johnson, the head coach for Bishop Sycamore, they're a bit of a mystery in this game. Well, they are a bit of a mystery, a mystery of what type of team we're going to see, but the one thing we know about this infant stages program... Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division One prospects on their roster. Uh, to be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. <laughs> And they did not show up in our database. They did not show up in the databases of other recruiting services. So it's okay. If that's what you're telling us, fine. That's how we take it in. From what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight. And and there's got to be a point now, Lukes, where you do worry about health and safety. (laughs) So 
They're getting beaten wow. 30 to nothing in the second quarter. ESPN apparently, like, during the game, started doing some research, Googling around, and, like, they couldn't come up with the names. Because usually if you're at one of the best high school teams in America, your name exists a variety of places. People are talking about you. You're known. But they couldn't figure anything about the players or the school or anything else. Well, here's another thing with the players. Apparently, some of them are, like, 22, 23 years old. <laughs> And they're, they're just trying to make it. And still getting their right. asses kicked by a high school team. Right. 30 nothing. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's at the root of this. I could smell like maybe agents or would-be agents are trying to showcase like some prospects and they have a contract with them that blah, 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 if you get picked up, blah, blah. But th- th- this is odd. This, th- I'll tell you one thing. It's pretty clear this Paragon company that puts together the matchups is crooked in one way or another. Well, yeah. There's something weird So, there. hey, ESPN, next time you have an elite High school football game. <laughs> Make sure they aren't twenty-two-year-olds or high school dropouts. <laughs> Apparently, there was a rumor that there, uh, some of the staff was telling the players, "Oh, there's going to be a Netflix show about you," and this is, you know, this is part of the Netflix show. Oh, okay, maybe that's huh. You know, getting back to the uh, previous segment, if Facebook has reams of information on a 12-year-old boy who's never been on Facebook, surely a high school that doesn't exist on the Internet is a cause for, you know, some concern for ESPN. It's a bit of a red flag. Was Borat the coach? (laughs) 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 Well, if we get any more information on this, we'll bring it to you. We'll get to those polls on vaccination. Uh, And I had something else I wanted to tell you about. Oh, yeah. Oh, the teachers unions are trying to reestablish their their, uh, superiority as the most evil people in America. Which is surprising. And the jury I want to be on. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status for Required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.